welcome to the the show. Yep, that's that's all. That's all. That's all you get today. I was trying to think like, oh man, how how long could I keep this rolling, you know? Um uh thank you Kevin. Kevin as always is here. Hello. Um, you know, when you when you try and do a bit that's silence, especially for a audio medium, you know, that's it, that's it worked, dangerous territory. No, I, yeah, I think I, it worked. I it, it's it's about the joke you didn't tell. <laughs> that's that's I think our, our new slogan. That happens. It's about the jokes we didn't tell, you know. Um it's about the comedy that wasn't that wasn't done. But but yeah, I think, you know, the the theme song kind of helped help bridge it you know if it were just over static nothing it would be a little bit worse but you know i don't know i I was gonna go with like some sort of yelp thing but i was like this isn't really any idea you know i don't know what's up kevin how are you doing um i'm doing pretty good i'm i'm doing pretty good um it was errol's birthday party yesterday we had a lot of fun uh well what'd you guys do Oh, uh, was that like invited, a party at the house? Yeah, invited every every person we knew over and had food and cake and you know music and I have a big arcade in the basement, so everyone played video games and stuff like that. So that's what we did. Sorry, everybody you, you knew. No, it's okay. I was gonna say everybody you knew. Hmm, interesting. Uh, <laughs> no, um, but uh, how many people do you know? Like, do you know a lot of people in the area? Is it like work friends and stuff or what? Yeah, yeah. No, she's she's a social butterfly, so she knows a lot of people. And then I invited a bunch of people too. So it was I don't know about fifty people showed up. Damn, that's exciting, huh? Yeah. Did do you? Do you, uh, have, do you have any big parties at your place? No, I'm not allowed to have parties. Oh, my mom will uh will will she'll call the police. Um, I had a house party at my house once. It was like my older brother's party, and. uh it's fun to to come home to a party and find people having sex in your bed you know did that happen to you at your house party no we we, we keep people out of the bedroom so yeah well ostensibly you generally do that at a party anyway it's just like what's enforcement looking like you know it's like do you have a guard on the door if i actually not, have you know like those little gold posts with the velvet red rope that kind of blocked off that hallway wow for some reason that's better than a guard i think like people oh a hundred percent especially in a house it's like jesus christ what like what like i don't know it's just the what do you call it the implications there are like who there could be a fucking trap doors (laughs) if i keep going you know um uh, you got i gotta ask though uh, how much does does that cost that seems like on paper it seems really expensive just because i think it's associated with ritziness but i guess it, it probably isn't super expensive right i, I want to say i i bought it for about 50 bucks yeah okay i would have guessed about have like 90 just like in your in your room right now you could just like put that up when you're doing a podcast i can't have one of those otherwise my mom will uh call the police so you know but what's ironic is that when the police come because she's always calling the police my fucking mom she's a regular karen uh but she she rolls out the red carpet for them she has a red carpet that she keeps in the front closet that was easily 500 bucks easily per yard (laughs) 500 per yard you should just go for the the velvet rope 
it's, yeah it's, it's cheaper and it gets the message across imagine if you roll out the red carpet for police that you've called on your own son and they get to the end of the red red carpet only to find that the entrance has been blocked off by velvet ropes are you kidding me i mean i i don't know what you know which which overrules the other does the red carpet invite you or does the velvet rope block you like I think the velvet rope takes precedence. I wouldn't be surprised if there were or, or velvet ropes on the red carpet at some point until, you know, celebs start arriving, at which point they, they unblock the entrance or whatever, you know, um, I'm sure they, that, yeah. yeah, I'm sure they get a little bit more robust, you know, probably some security guards too and stuff, not just the velvet rope, but yeah. I don't know. So if we find that, well, you got it. Did you buy it used? I mean, it had to be new. Kevin's not yeah. buying used no, velvet rope. It was just some, cheap amazon thing right but that makes me question like you know the ones you see at um theaters with like the seat belt sort of situation yes how much are those then you think i i don't know we 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 should research this all right uh we gotta get our reese our lead researcher on it and uh so add that to the to-do list also on the to-do list hire a lead researcher i think could be good um yeah my cat's not been doing so good jason come here this is for the camera people uh but she's been doing better um hold on i gotta give her a treat how long did it train her to take you to train her to come when you called her like that that's amazing oh no no it's just when she hears the treat bag she'll she'll come it's uh it's the only thing i know it's the only way i can can uh, do her you you don't have any pets right have you ever had pets yeah um i had dogs a while back um cat okay i gotta look at the cat box really quick so you want to tell the audience about about your pets for just a little bit it should take me 30 seconds or so okay well um i used to have two yorkshire terriers that i found out i was allergic to but i still like them very much but i'm i'm allergic to dog saliva it makes me break out a lot and anybody who's ever had yorkies knows that they like to lick everything so my entire house was just covered in in dog spit which made me just allergic to everything and um it 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 was good they were cute because i don't think i would have put up with that otherwise you know um if 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 a dog isn't cute and it's making you break out in hives 24 7 it just doesn't you know it, the, the relationship doesn't work so I'm, so I'm you had an ugly dog them. is that that's what you're talking about sorry what'd you say were you saying you had an ugly dog no or no, a cute no. dog um sorry for those at home spencer didn't have his headphones on so he missed my my whole monologue there um yeah, sorry um i had dogs yorkies that like to lick and i'm allergic to dog saliva and oh, so, so thank object, god they were cute yeah so thank god they were cute I thought I thought I, I came at the end, like you said, and I thought I just assumed, you know, I'm a negative person. I assumed the opposite. I assumed these weren't dogs and you were saying, and if they're not cute, you know, that's no, no good. So we had to get rid of these ugly ass allergenic dogs, but were those the only animals you had? Or did you talk about all your pets? Um, I had a cat before that. And then I used to do a lot of uh, exotic fish too. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to, you know, I had, I don't know, four or five fish tanks in the basement of my house and uh raised fish a lot but salt water you go salt water um no mostly fresh water um salt water is just a lot of work um so when i think exotic fish though i think salt water what kind of exotic freshwater fish were you rolling with um like one of the ones i i for some reason 
spread out of control for me. It's these weird little snake-like fish called violet gobies that look mm-hmm. like snake. Like, did you ever watch Stargate? Uh, um, no, I can't say they did. But okay. I heard that. Wait, no, never mind. Go ahead. Uh, so they they look like the symbiote things in Stargate, where they like you mm-hmm. know it's the little snake parasite things that goes you know goes down your throat and attaches to your brain stem and then controls you. They look just wow. like that. A lot of brain controlling parasites in sci-fi, I've noticed. Yes, and I assume it's all derivative of animorphs with the yurks. You ever read the animorphs? You're maybe I a bit old. No, yeah. no, I, it's been yeah. That's kind of on my list of things, but no, never. Good books. Well, maybe not. They were fine books for a stupid kid. Um, they were a lot of fun. Kids dealing with aliens morphing into animals is pretty cool. Alien invasion, good aliens, bad aliens, enslaved aliens. You know, the the Yerks were these slugs that enslaved uh, people by going in your ear and taking over your brain, and um, they could they can take over all sorts of all sorts of creatures and so they had done this to other alien races so they got the hork bajir if i'm pronouncing that right right probably not i don't know which were like essentially these big dinosaur creatures so like they were really powerful they had like blades on their arms and stuff so they were one of the first like races that they took over because then they could like go to war and just destroy everyone um which is kind of i don't know once you have guns though it's like well why do i need to be a big blade arm guy you know you could just shoot someone from like 60 feet away with a laser you know uh which they did i think i, I think they sometimes had lasers but not always i can't remember um certainly the spaceships had razor lasers but i don't know how many no no there's there is handheld lasers and then there is the i think they're called the taxons which were like big centipede not well more like millipede people like big gross segmented worm people and they were more like builders that that were like technicians and, and scientists and builders and stuff for the Yerks. which also not sure why that's relevant because if it's, it's your brain's taken over in the first place then like who cares like what the starting monster is i don't think they were like had magical genius powers that could then be leveraged i don't know uh, who knows but you know then the yurks they had to uh their one weakness is they had to absorb i think they're called cadrona rays which were like a special form of radiation so every three days or so um they had to go to a secret yurk base exit their humans without the humans you know escaping and then go like bathe in these pools of radiation before they can go back so when the yurks were invading earth they had to like set up these big these big cadrona pools or whatever but very fun cool stuff interesting it was clearly written by like a a 40 year old trying to be hip almost (laughs) like they did like nine inch nails references which were probably a lot more topical at the time but they still felt kind of clumsy and stuff um but it was fun um and then at, at at some point like uh after about half the series was over things just got like really really dark like people started dying and um like the main characters were like all they had all had like ptsd they were like veterans you know like grizzled veterans and they were like arguing about it like we should just like genocide all the everybody and kill all the humans that are remaining because it's just it's not worth it and people are like no i have morals and it just like shit got all crazy and uh <laughs> it was pretty pretty cool really great series and the best part about it was on the front cover you know you saw the person morphing into some animal or another and you saw like the five intermediary stages of that that was always a lot of fun to see what the new cover was going to be i don't know see i I wrote a long time ago this like creepypasta-ish story Mm -hmm. about 
Um, so, sort of the the quick premise of it is that one day, like scientists discovered that there is this little like part of your brain that has different DNA than you know um, the 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 rest of your brain does. Mm-hmm. And so they were experimenting on this and like they're doing research, like kind of like, you know, SCP kind of thing where they're trying to figure out like what this thing is. Like everybody has it and they're trying to figure out like what it is. And so they decide to do surgery and cut this little piece of people's brains out. And then immediately when they wake up, they go crazy and screaming about, you know, all these terrors and how, you know, um, they're not themselves anymore and everything. And like sort of like the punchline at the end is that everybody on Earth is this like conscious parasite that's taking over the the brain we don't realize we're the parasite but we all are and um you know by removing the the little piece of your brain that the real human is coming back and -hmm. i was going to publish this and then i got so convinced that i stole this idea from somewhere else that i never published it and now i'm thinking maybe it's that yeah maybe i mean it's definitely a good premise and i feel like it's generic enough not generic but like what do you call it uh foundational enough that it's like if you didn't make it someone else you know it's like the kind of thing that's like it's almost too primal to steal because it's like yeah no it's about parasites it's about mind control and the nature of identity it's like there's probably a ton of things that tackle that subject but who's to say you know anyone as the original it's just the kind of thing that people think about creating you know we got to bring that back uh, can you send can you send requests to scp or whatever i guess scp is more fan made right it's just anyone yeah. kind of does them yeah well you gotta make it uh we could sell it to hollywood okay you, i think you that flush that good. out for me into an actual story that's the thing is that it seems like it works better as a short story right like maybe a novella at most but yeah it's like what's the actual what's the actual like arc is right it, you know, there would need to be because... a lot of, i can't remember all the details i had it fleshed out a lot longer though of like you know more there was more build up to it and more you know what is this weird thing and like you know like we discovered it only when we discovered this new type of x-ray or something that lets you see you know things better and, and stuff like that and you know that the moment you died it immediately disappears so that's why we were never seeing it up until now and that kind of thing yeah i think that's a really cool premise for sure um but but yeah oh boy uh so i my cat's not been doing good but she's getting better i guess i don't know she she started having a lot of uh diarrhea and and really bad diarrhea not really bad diarrhea like she was going around uh just like blowing blowing ass everywhere um but like when i came home one day um like there was puddles at various places that look like vomit because my cat vomits um that's part of iubd diarrhea is too to an extent and this is good to talk about i'm sure we'll get abed talking about how he can't enjoy his burrito or whatever again um which is fair i mean a fair critique but there's these puddles that uh that look like water clear like clear clear um and i was like oh the cat threw up because usually she'll throw up once or twice and then she'll throw up like just more like spit than anything else maybe there's a bit of food in it but it's mostly just kind of liquid and i was like okay i know what to do and so i'm cleaning it up and um then like i see that there's the same kind of stuff in the the her cat box i'm like wait a second was she throwing up in the cat box and i was like oh no she's like just having these really weird diarrheas so i don't know i guess there's mucus in your and in, in intestines or in cat intestines i don't know well who i don't know whose intestines have it but uh you know so that was what it was apparently it was just really weird because i'd never seen anything like it and it seemed a lot more uh dire and the thing about cats is uh that can mean nothing 
because it could because cats can get that when they just uh change their food and stuff it could mean absolutely nothing or it could mean like their liver has failed and they're dying <laughs> like so <laughs> there's not really a middle ground it's either oh it's not a big deal it'll clear up or it's oh there's nothing that we can do your cat is is done and so it was pretty alarming and i was like i don't know maybe she'll get better i don't know and then the next day i took her into the uh, vet and they kind of said the base the same basic thing they're like i don't know we think it's probably just ibd um so but but let us know if she keeps doing it um that means it's a really bad thing and uh and so i took her home and then and then and so they gave they gave me treatment and stuff for her and then they said we could diagnose it but if it's just her normal ibd the diagnosis is just going to be a waste you know it's not going to really do anything and it costs like 500 dollars to do all these tests and stuff and i had to pay 500 dollars already just for the thing and uh so i was like okay well maybe i'll bring her in tomorrow if she's still doing it and then the next day she was still doing it but it was different it wasn't at anywhere near no the other thing they said is that that when that happens to cats then they kind of are wrung out so it can take a while for them to start having normal movements because it's like everything in their system is gone and things have to kind of start going through it's and also she wasn't really eating at the time which is you know part of it is when your intestines get inflamed and stuff then it can block up the digestive system and then you don't want to eat because you feel full and stuff and uh so so she's like yeah just monitor if anything happens take her back and i was like okay and but like i said the next day she was still doing it but it was a lot less and it was it was like well this kind of seems like yeah she's run out she's not still actively doing it but it's like these are just the last of the pipes you know sort of thing so i was like the whole i was like for two days i was agonized i was this better is this worse i can't tell and uh but then jason started acting more normal and eating more food and stuff and i was like i think I think it's fine and also it just started getting more normal but not normal but more normal and i was like okay the other thing is when she wasn't eating i was giving her different food because i have these extra foods usually when she throws up a lot she doesn't want to um eat her same food which is relatable right you ever throw something up and like i'm never eating that again um so she goes through that i guess and so i get different kinds of food that are like backup food which also you know changing the food like i said causes diarrhea. so so now she's eating different she's been eating a different food and so i'm like well that could just be because she's eating different food and so but yeah now now she's eating a lot of food she's eating her normal food again and i think i think she's fine and i'm kind of glad i didn't take her back in because but you know maybe she'll kill over tomorrow and it's like well i fucked up you know i probably should have taken her back it just sucks there's no winning you know um either you pay a lot of money and feel like you're being uh, screwed over by someone who's lying to you or you don't and your cat dies and you live with that for the rest of your life you know it just it's not good but uh you know but when she's been like that she's like she'll sit down and then it's like no don't sit on that now i have to clean that up you know and so i'm like following her around trying to like i bought uh baby wipes i'm like wiping her butt so like she's not sitting on stuff it's been a whole whole thing um i've been trying to keep her like 
you know, in my room and not anywhere else in the house. It's not like going on the couch or whatever the fuck. Uh, it's just been been a lot of babysitting. When I take a shower, I lock her in the bed, the bathroom with me so she can't leave. Because if I close the door, she can't come in to use the bathroom. And it's like, well, I don't want her to go elsewhere to go to the bathroom, you know? So it's it's just been this whole thing. It's been exhausting. And I, I, I get nervous whenever I leave the house because it's like, I wonder what the hell she's doing. But now now I think she's, she's still she's still a little wet but it's not it, it looks normal it looks like when she changes food kind of thing and now I got the expensive cat food it's made with rabbit and peas Kevin rabbit and peas so this promises promises to uh make her feel better forever because you can't give cats just a pill and uh Kevin has unplugged I think he'll be back um, no, I'm, I'm here I don't know what's happened okay well the the program is looking at it it's it's your you your it's a lightning cable is that that looks like a lightning cable it right is, so what what possible lightning device is is in this mix that, that the computer could be could be talking I'm using to my um iphone as a as camera. your camera yes whoa i should do that how do you even do that um so in the next version of ios that's going to be built in but right now there's an app called camo c-a-m-o that works really nicely okay i've been using droid cam which also vaguely works for iphone when i want to do that but it doesn't work very well but anyway sorry anytime kevin has tech problems you know i'm gonna jump down his throat because i got nothing to talk about baby uh but but yeah so i don't know uh, the new cat food because the whole thing is ibd can be caused by various things why am i talking about this who fucking cares but uh, it could be it could be uh caused by various things include including allergies and so if the cat is allergic to say grain or say chicken or fish like the common foods that you feed cats which are also apparently common allergens for cats which is why 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 not make foods out of things that aren't common allergens for cats um you know then uh then then they think oh well if you make it with rabbit and peas which cats don't eat or haven't eaten before then it's like how can they get uh, allergic reactions to that so we'll see it could take months to notice any change or not change and i don't remember if i talked about this before but uh uh, I tried to get this food, but it was just out of stock. So I was trying to get it, and I finally it finally came back in stock, and I ordered it. And it's like, no, we got to get your vet's approval. I'm like, okay, well, when's that going to happen? And I was like, worried that by the time the vet approval comes through, it's going to be sold out again or whatever, you know. So I bought what should be like a two month supply, and hopefully it works. I don't know. Who knows? It'll take forever. And then once it determined, once we determine it's working, it's going to run out and I'm not going to be able to get it anymore. <laughs> it's going to go back just being fucked. But, you know, that's, that's, that's good. That's, that's, that's better than her exploding or whatever. I don't know. You seem that's very, very devoted to your cat. Well, it's just, I don't have too much going on and we're always around. She's always around me. So it's like, you know, what am I supposed to do? I just freak. The thing is, I freak out, right? I freak out about everything in my life. But most things in my life aren't living creatures that could possibly die under my care. So it's like if this or that falls apart, you know, whatever. But, uh, right. you know, if it's my cat, then I feel bad that I, I did something wrong and it led to her death. And it's like, well, how am I supposed to fucking live with that? You know, and especially with money, it's like 
like I've said this before, but a lot of people don't have money that they can afford to to save their cat with. So it's like, I feel like if I'm like trying to be cheap and then the cat dies, it's like, well, what the fuck do you do that for? You know, it's like, what are you doing? Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of people would love to be in that position, you know, um, to make the choice and not be forced by fate to kill their animal because, you know, the capitalist state is destroying us all. <sighs> I don't know. That was a quick pivot. Yeah. Well, it's true, though. I mean, I don't know. I've said this before. Also, I don't know how much I said it on podcasts, but there should be like uh, Medicare uh, health care for pets. Like I know there's pet insurance and stuff, but like like people shouldn't be forced to be all like, oh, I have to I have to go fund me for four thousand dollars. Otherwise, I have to put my dog down like that's insane. You know, um, obviously, there's way bigger problems to deal with. <laughs> but, you know, if we ever get so blessedly far that we could start worrying about things, I think we should like put together some sort of national kind of, you know, thing for for pets. So like, I don't know. The thing is, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not a policymaker. You know, you'd have to find a way that people aren't going like, haha, now I'm going to go get 12 pets and make $2,000 because I just forge you know, vet appointments or something. I don't know. Uh, you, you, cause you know, it's reasonable, but a lot of people, that's not the position they're in. They just have one or two pets. They have a few pets and you know, they get in a bad position. You know, I don't want to victim blame, but it, it's not, it's not fair to, uh, it's not fair to the animal for the owner to put them in a position where it's like, sorry, buddy, I decided to, to own you, but now I have to kill you because I don't have the money. You know, that's not fair to the pet, but it's not fair to put the human in the position in this crushing capitalist world, you know? So it's like, it's not just their fault, but you know, whatever. It just all sucks. It all sucks. Pet ownership sucks. Um, you know, uh, I don't know. I, I like having a cat. I don't know what I would do without one, but I don't know if I want to get another cat just because it's like, when you buy a pet, you're buying tragedy. You know, you're just buying, buying an inevitable demise of some sort. And that sucks. Um, and it sucks to process it and deal with it and then be like, I got to get another pet now to feel better. <laughs> and like the whole thing sucks. That's not good. It'd be better to not deal with it, but you know, there's a lot of upsides to it too. It's not, it's not all bad. It's just like bad is a, is a, at least to me is just a huge hanging thing over the whole endeavor, you know, which is like, it's just inherent part of it. Yeah. That's, that's the part that puts me off most about getting a pet now is that I just can't handle the loss at the end. You know, it's just so hard for me yeah and i don't know it's it's weird me saying hey i don't want a decade of fun because of the the bad part at the end but for me i just i, I have such a tough time with it I, I that's why i don't have a pet right now yeah i dan had a cat fiv and then he got dogs and then he was like man i thought having a cat was good and having the dogs was great and then fiv died and i feel like i took it harder than he did you know maybe we all grieve in our own ways i don't know but like i i really had a hard time with it i was like i was really bummed for a long time uh and i felt really guilty about it too even though i don't think it was my fault or anything um it's not like she died on my watch or anything but it just sucked it was, it was hard to hard to deal with um and she was fucking old and she had AIDS and you know so it's like you know how long can you live but uh yeah it's just it's just hard it's just hard anytime I have a pet it's been hard but that's not what we're here to talk about and we're not here to talk about soda it's too early to pivot to soda but I wanted to talk about how I made a review on Yelp pretty recently and uh I don't know Every so often when I log into Yelp, I get a notification that's like, oh man, your Yelp is getting views, baby. People are loving your review. Um, and so it was weird. It's weird to like go like, oh, I want Indian food or something. And then 
oh here we go uh this this guy is telling you you had a good review you know but it caught my attention um and then i realized uh i realized that on yelp i'm actually a little bit of a kevin no wait no that's not what it is i'm a carrot jesus christ why did i say kevin that, that was a slip wow yeah wow yeah you know how kevin's always calling the police on black people <laughs> um no but I'm, I'm a bit of a karen um i basically only leave yelp reviews when they're uh when they're really bad or to a lesser extent when they're really glowing but um but so so i left a review on raising canes that's the, that's the review that i was talking about and i want to um I want to, I want to, I think it's better if I don't explain it too much and I just read it, but, but I also want to set it up that like Raisin Cane's open in Burbank. Raisin Cane's is a chain that's known for just having crazy long lines. Um, it just does because it's, I guess, very popular. It's not that they're slow. Their service is pretty fast and you get, you get through even a pretty long line relatively fast, but you know, it's just for whatever reason, I guess just demand. Um, they, they have these really long lines. Do you have Raisin Cane's where you are? Um, nowhere near us. I've been to one, but th there's no one close. Yeah, I hesitate to say it's not necessarily very good. It's competently executed. It's a chicken tender place, by the way. They basically only do chicken tenders, and then they do a sandwich that has like chicken tenders on it. It's not even really like a proper sandwich, but they basically just do chicken tenders. They have coleslaw that sucks, and they have fries that are kind of shitty. Um, but the and the and the tenders aren't even like amazing. It's just that tenders anywhere else are an afterthought so like a place that's like no it's not an afterthought this is we're actually putting effort into it so it's real we're using like good you know decent quality chicken we're actually like battering them it's not like a frozen thing that we drop into the fryer sort of situation you know it just it's just good enough and then their main claim to fame is they have this crazy sauce they have this good sauce um it's like made with mayonnaise and ketchup and Worcestershire sauce and like cider vinegar and spices and stuff it's just really good I don't really like it's like a comeback sauce is what it's called it's like a chicken and mayonnaise based sauce but I don't usually like those because they taste pretty strongly of ketchup whereas I think they just like load in enough vinegar where it tastes different enough to me um so it's like a passable style of comeback sauce that I can kind of handle comeback sauce is pretty big in fried chicken I don't know if it's something that's widely known or not have you heard that term before Kevin I'd heard it before, but I wasn't really sure what that was. So now I know. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like a spice kind of fry sauce, basically. Um, but, you know, you use it for chicken. But I think fry sauce is also like mayonnaise and, and ketchup is called fry sauce, whatever. Um, but so, so it's not, it's not great, but the sauce is really good. And so everyone's like, oh, this is so good. Generally, because the sauce is good. Eating the sauce, you put the fries in the sauce, you put the chicken in the sauce, you put the coleslaw in the sauce. It's all good. Um, but the coleslaw is bad um don't get the coleslaw you can swap out the coleslaw with extra bread or with i think a sauce maybe not a sauce maybe just a bread but you should do that because you know it's not worth getting it's not worth getting the coleslaw and i like coleslaw you know I, i'm a big coleslaw a lot of people don't like coleslaw but i like it but uh, anyway a new new raisin canes open up in burbank and since the beginning they've had a lot of troubles with their line because the location is a location you'd put like a Carl's Jr. It's not like where you'd put a place that has like obscene lines. It is on the corner of a of a street that goes into just a like a quiet residential like houses kind of street. And so and it's like not by a bunch of businesses. So it's a main road 
with a with a service street that no one would ever go down but you know what would normally happen is the 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 line would go out onto the street and it would go across this uh this how these houses uh this housing surface street so you know of course then the rich people are going to complain that oh our lines all our, our exits always being blocked which is reasonable because it's a bad location it's insane it's insane that they put it there it's it's insane and uh in the beginning it was really bad and it's, it's been really bad so anyway that that's kind of what the subject of my my karen review is so yeah, without further ado here's here's my review i don't get how this chain's location landed on armed men with guns yelling incomprehensibly at customers for not understanding their random gesticulations as a business plan it's honestly ridiculous that this location got approved where it did when they have no capacity to handle the drive-through traffic they get at like every location but hey if they're worried about getting too many cars i guess men with guns yelling at people is a great way to cut down on people wanting to come every time i've tried to come here there's been a completely different situation and the armed men with guns are extremely mad that i can't magically determine what the fuck is going on and what they expect me to do there are three cars in the drive-through line plenty of room for extra cars without impacting nearby side street or even the street there are enough spaces for two cars on the property itself before the drive-through menu but they shut off the drive-through line and we'll let people in meanwhile there's no entrance to the parking lot to park either. It's blocked off. What are we supposed to do? And how are we supposed to figure that out? The men with guns aren't very good at explaining what's supposed to happen, but they sure are angry that we can't read their minds. Will they shoot me for trying to buy chicken? I guess we'll find out. Before this one opened, I've been driving to Downey when I want some canes. There's been always been a long line that's well managed by employees that, believe it or not, are unarmed. And to my knowledge, it mostly functions correctly. So that's my review. Do you have any questions? Uh, n- n- I think you covered a lot right there. No, I don't think I have any questions based off of that other than, you know, are you going back? <laughs> yeah, I am. Of course I am. Uh, this is the thing is, uh, most of the time in, in, in the past, I've been just going to uh, the one in Downey again because I was like, no one's going to try and shoot me. Um, but but yeah, it's uh, but sometimes the thing is now what they've done is they just have these cones like i said they did, did different things so when they first opened they did it one way then they did it another way then they did it another way and then they did it another way and now the the last the fifth iteration of this is very similar to like the fourth iteration it's just even even less but it works a little bit better at least um but what they what they do now is they close off the entrance to the parking lot and don't let people line up when the the parking lot is full like when you kind of enter the lot to go into the drive through line once they get like you know to the to the start of the sidewalk and stuff they put the cones down and, and motion for people to go through which is a lot more which is a lot more clear it's not these random like glares and gesticulations because that's the thing they're like they're i don't know you do the thing that you did that worked last time and then they come back and then they're like really mad and they're yelling and <laughs> it's like what what's happening it's not incumbent on me to determine what What's happening and again they have guns i don't know why they have guns they're not when they first opened there were literal policemen but then they switched to just private security but i don't know i don't know why they have guns is someone gonna come and like shoot up the chicken place to get chicken like i don't i don't know what they're thinking presumably it's just you know their security frustration guards. with the cones i think you know <laughs> Well, the, I'm frustrated with the cones. They're not frustrated with the cones. They're frustrated at me, you know, but I don't have a gun. Maybe I should <laughs> come come back with a gun. I, I don't know. I, I, I think the last time I went, 
I didn't see any guns. I don't, I don't, can't remember if they did or didn't have any, but I didn't see any at least. The other thing is they're like different guns. There wasn't like a standard issue. These are security guards. They're provided by some like rent-a-cop, you know, security guard company. But I don't think there's like a standard issue service weapon or anything. Like, cause one guy, I swear to God, just had like a revolver. It's like, what's going on? Just people are randomly bringing guns to, to from their home to work at this place. I don't know. It's pretty insane. But like I said, I'm a bit of a Karen, but a lot of people found that review helpful and or funny. So I'm glad, you know, that that's what counts is that I feel better about myself, but a lot of my reviews are really bad. Uh, they're really negative. Um, they're not bad. They're great reviews. Everyone loves them except, you know, who doesn't love the bad reviews is the restaurants. Raising Cane's never commented, but a lot of times I leave a bad review on the restaurant and the people get so mad. <laughs> they're like they direct message you and they're like, Hey, can you take down that review? It's like, no, that's the whole point of the thing is to review. Like, I'm not going to fucking take it down. You know, um, it is just, it's just, bad. I mean, I get it. I get that a bad review can really affect their business and stuff, but Hey, that's the, that's the industry they joined. I didn't say like, Hey, would you like to start a restaurant in this Yelp world? You know, that's, that was their idea. So I don't know. And it's not like, I don't know, whatever. I used to, I used to rate a lot of hot chicken places and it was, it was usually either really good or really bad. I wouldn't like if it, I, I didn't leave a lot of in between ratings just because it's like, well, it's forgettable, but I don't want to fuck this place over. So I'm not going to leave a review at all. If it's really good, I'm like going to be like, you guys got to go here or whatever. But if it's not, then it's like, whatever. I think that's the, the problem with the review system as it is, is that there's a strong incentive to write really bad reviews. Like if you had a terrible time. And if you had a fantastic time, but like the places that are great and consistent and not ever a problem, but not blow your mind, never get reviews then. Yeah. And I think then that also exacerbates the effect of a negative review, because if you're not getting three and four star reviews and then you get like a one star review, that's going to be a big hit. That's not going to be absorbed. I don't know. Who knows? And then, yeah, I think the main problem is that, uh, there's this demand for five stars. Like uh, you probably go to like a, well, maybe not you, cause you guys order your groceries, right? But in the past you would go to a store and they'd give you a receipt and they'd say, Hey, if you fill out this review, make sure to mention me by name and give me all five stars, give all five stars. It's all five stars. And you know, Uber is the same way. It's gotta be five stars. Can you please give me a five star review, whatever. And it's because the way these systems work, anything below a five, is is a ding it's not it's not good and 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 that you can get people in trouble and it's like well that's creating a dishonest system that punishes people for earnest feedback right like yes. i'm not if i go to ralph's and i find everything i'm lo looking for and i check out and it's not a big deal that's not a five-star experience i'm not being blown away by the concept of a grocery store you know it's a three-star if, if i was asked to leave a review that would be a three-star review except you know, I know this, so I, I, if I do, I give a five-star review half the time. But then, you know, there's a comment field, so I usually spend that like yelling at the company, <laughs> like, yeah. like uh, at Honda when I when I take my car to a Honda place that I get it serviced at. They do the same thing, and they go like, "Oh, give me five stars and stuff." And so I, I do all five stars, and then in the comments, it's like, "Do you have anything else to add?" And I was like, "Where the fuck do you get off, you pieces of shit, you worthless fucking company? How dare you demand that customers give reviews and then?" punish everyone from every you know every part of the process from the top to the bottom for a customer daring to not give a five-star review it's insane and so i just like i just like i i cuss and i yell and i just am really insulting not you know the the employees or whatever but the company itself and saying like how dare you 
forced the employees to bear the burden of me not having a perfect time. Maybe I had a bad day. Maybe it has nothing to do with them. They shouldn't be punished for that. They shouldn't be punished for an 80%. 80% is great. I would love most places to give me an 80% level service and satisfaction. You know, that to me is a great success. Um, but, but yeah. Yeah. Now, the last time I bought a car um, at the very end, they're like, hey, in a few days, you're getting a survey from the manufacturer. If you do not give us five stars in every single question they ask, that's considered a failing grade from us. So please don't do that. If there's any reason you're not giving us all five stars on all 30 questions, come talk to us now. And then like the general manager came out and told me the same thing. Then the owner came out and told me the same thing. And then like two days later, they sent me a text saying, hey, just remember, you're getting this review. Right. We need all five stars. And it just seems so pointless. It's, it's just That's completely running. And you just get like it doesn't. It's 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 kind of like I don't know. When I worked at, uh, at Borders, th we had this at Borders too. And if you gave less than a five stars, it was a big problem. But I would never tell anyone that because it's like fucking fuck me though. I don't care. You know, send me the bray. I don't know. And I also wouldn't push uh, like memberships and stuff on people because it's like yeah, fucking if they want to talk to me, they can talk to me, and I'll be like yeah, I just don't think it's a great idea to uh, push a customer to buy candy just because it's going to help your metrics. Like, I think that's not serving the customer and I'm trying to serve the customer, you know? Um, so I, I've been on that side of it, but I've, I've been, you know, I didn't get fucked too hard by it, but Apple is the same way. Apple, if it's less than five stars, it's also bad, but they don't, they don't punish you, but it is seen as a fail and they do market and it, 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 it can cause problems, but it's not as vindictive as it seems to be other places, other places like really like, especially car dealerships and stuff. They really seem to, like you were saying, like all these people came out to say, it's like, they're terrified. They're being held hostage by this insane system that doesn't seem to understand basic human behavior, you know? And that's really, it's not cool. It's, it's really fucked up. And that's why I yell at the companies, but, but yeah, and it's, especially with cars too. They have the, the stupid JD power thing too, which nobody other than car manufacturers cares about at all, but right. they all tout it and compete for it. And like, you know, if you get the JD power survey, oh my God, you have to give us a perfect rating or we're all going to kill ourselves, you know, just so they can put on their ads hey the jd power best initial quality whatever thing you know it, it's it's stupid i i hate buying cars it's just fake it's just it's all fake and they they use it as an excuse to get mad and, and say like this is our fault it's like no you the fault is you guys at the top are fucking idiots and you just look at anything and you're like, oh, this must mean something. And it's like, no, you have no fucking insight. You're dipshit. And so all you can do is grasp at straws and use that as an excuse to swing your dick around because you don't have any experience in it because you're not there. You're just up in a fucking, you know, boardroom somewhere like, you know, har harassing your assistant or something. You know, um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's not good. It's, it's, it's a bad world. You know, we have all this big data and then it's all controlled by idiots like this you know where it's like well what's the even use of the data if it's not you know if it's not respecting reality if it's just trying to fuck with people if it's just like if it's an all gamified from the start like um you're not gamified like rigged i guess i don't know whatever who cares who cares Ugh. what else is going on kevin what else is going on in your life boy um i have a sinus infection which is why i sound so nasally right now Mm -hmm. it's it's really really painful um not really good podcast talking but uh yeah i think you sound good it's it's uh, nice oh do you know if you have a deviated septum i think i do i know uh, doctors have told me in the past hey you're gonna need to get nasal surgery one day yeah and like I mean, as i've gotten older like i started snoring out of nowhere a couple years ago mm -hmm. and um 
I have trouble breathing now a lot and things like that. So yeah, I, I, I think I do. I think, uh, you know, something similar to what, what Jeff had possibly. Yeah. Well, I've heard, uh, I've heard that they were really common. They were very common. And then recently I saw a figure that said 80% of people have deviated septums. And at that point it's like, I mean, sure, it gets surgery to correct it, but it's like they shouldn't call it that. They should call that like a normal septum, and then someone else has like a, a super septum or whatever if it's not deviated. But I don't know. I've I've been told that you can you can kind of tell in people's voices. I think people's voices can be more nasally if they have yeah. a de- deviated septum. And then like as you, uh, as you were talking, I was just like, wait, I kind of think Kevin might have that voice thing. I knew yeah, a girl who a... said she can tell like anyone if they have it or not by them. Yeah, the, I had an ear, nose, and throat doctor like before he even looked at me when i can i can tell you have a something going on up there yeah so, and then yeah. the 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 other thing is that it's not it's usually not that bad so it's like you can again 80 percent you can have a deviated septum and not need anything done with it and uh the thing about a deviated septum is it's like one of your nostrils one of your nasal passages is like pinched off a little bit and the other one's way bigger but then also there's a thing that's apparently called the nostril cycle which is that your 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 uh nasal patches is passages naturally inflame such that one or the other nostril is usually doing most of the breathing which is kind of what a deviated septum does anyway so in, in addition to that there's also just this natural thing that happens to everyone that makes it feel like one of your nostrils is always closed down which that's a whole whole new ball game i don't know whatever yeah. no i'm very conscious of that because like it's my right one that's always bothering me and when when whatever switches over to be okay you're gonna breathe out of your right side now it's just it, it's not good yeah I don't know if I need surgery. I might because the thing is, if if there's a person who's saying, "Oh, you have a deviated septum, you might need something down the line," then it's like, "Well, yeah," but you say that to fucking everybody because you get money or whatever the fuck, you know? I don't know, but you know, whatever. If you need it, you need it. I think Jeff needed one more because he broke his nose, probably. Um, but but it you know maybe if he broke his nose and didn't have a deviated septum, it would have been fine. Would have healed better or something. I don't know. You want to hear one another one of my care reviews? Yes, I would love to. All right. There's a place called Sonoritos Prime Tacos in LA. Um, it's in Santa Monica. They serve these expensive tacos, um, but they just opened up a location in downtown LA. And the tacos are really expensive. They're like seven, eight bucks taco. Um, even the cheapest tacos are like four or five bucks. And um, and th- that's what they are now. They used to be a little bit cheaper, but they've always been really pricey as far as tacos go. You know, you could get a taco for a dollar used to be able to get to taco for less than a dollar but these days i don't you can't really get a dollar or less than a dollar taco basically anywhere even the really like uh cheap trucks but um but their thing is they're expensive because they use crazy meat like you get a, a short rib taco or a, a ribeye taco or a, or a filet mignon taco and they're really good so like if i'm getting these crazy meat tacos and stuff it's like i'll pay you know extra money for that because it's like really fucking good and uh it's actually worth it whereas other places you'll pay way too much for a taco and it's not really too good but anyway okay so so this this is a review of the downtown LA location <laughs> it's a one-star review uh sonoritas is a great taco place in santa monica but in downtown la it sucks you can't charge eight dollars for a taco and not even deliver on the quality the meat at this location is a lot tougher and more grisly despite the high prices it's one thing to charge a lot for premium high quality meats but when you get sub carne asada quality beef that's not cooked anywhere near as effectively at the santa monica location in a city where you could get great asada tacos for a dollar all over the place that's just ridiculous 
I like paying for quality, but then you have to actually deliver on that to not piss people off. I will say that the guacamole here is better than the Santa Monica branch. Huge bummer. This place is way closer than the Sawtell branch, but next time I'll just make the trip. So I guess that's a that's a recurring theme in my um <laughs> in my uh, my reviews is that I compare them to other locations of the same restaurant and say it's better there. Um, I found another one. This is Harry's Hot Chicken. Love to go to a restaurant where the employees aren't wearing a mask. Love to see people with a callous disregard for human life continuing to exist while my friends and loved ones have died to their self-centered destruction and evil. I love it because I don't like bad reviews. That's a lie. I actually love (laughs) bad reviews. But places need bad reviews. It's the only way they'll be forced to consider they might be doing a bad job. It wouldn't make the food any better if the food was actually good. Or it wouldn't make it any better if the food was actually good. But I don't get the other reviews. This is worse than Dave's Hot Chicken, which is a pretty low bar for hot chicken place in 2022 um oh i got two two five-star reviews where is this humble bird and i i reviewed la knife sharpening with five stars because i got a guy to sharpen my knife my knife is my knife is uh not so sharp anymore though i need i need to go back oh man harold's chicken you know about harold's chicken there's a bunch of harold's chicken in chicago yes there are yeah so they opened up one in la and it's not great (laughs) um i actually heard that uh, i heard the Doughboys. um they reviewed it and i was really excited because i was like oh man this sounds great and they mentioned that like oh it actually took a while for the food come out but uh, we were just talking and i was having a great time and i didn't even notice which upon actually going there it turned out like i think they were really underselling the negative here like maybe they were talking and having a good time but i think like when you hear it took a long time for the food come out coming out i don't think you assume like Oh, they met over an hour <laughs> like so so and this is um, my understanding is not how most of the herald's chicken places go but uh here's this one star review i've been here twice now both times not particularly busy both times i waited over an hour and received no food uh this is like a this is an aside now i received no food because after like an hour and a half i'm like well, i'm just leaving i don't i know i've spent my money but I don't even want to talk to anybody. I just, I'm done. You know, the money's gone. My fault. You know, fool me twice. Shame on me. You know, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have come back assuming any different, but, uh, and I received no food. This place is nuts. I don't get it. Their register has a tip prompt that suggests a 3% tip, a 5% tip and a 7% tip. I don't get it. I put it over an hour in the parking meter and it expired. Go to hell and raise. You'll wait over an hour, but at least you can see the line move. <laughs> So, you know, like I said, I'm a bit of a Karen here, but you know, it's, I think it's, deserved. you post those as like uh, a desire for the, that restaurant to improve, or will you just never go there ever again at that point? To me, I look at reviews and I look at negative reviews, one-star reviews, and then I go, this person's just a, an asshole. Like they're like, and the waiter, she didn't look at me or whatever. It's like, you're just being a fucking ass idiot. Like I, I don't, I'm not going to fault the business for that, but you see what you also see one star reviews. They're like legitimately bad, but these, you know, you'll notice from these that it's like, they're very specific. They're not like, oh, it took a while for the food. And then the food was bad and it was cold. And the person was rude to me. It's like, no, like these are very specific things that you would never think could be possible. You know, if, if you just weren't, if you weren't looking at it and that's, that's why I leave a review just because it's like, this is a very specific thing that if you're looking at reviews, you should know this, you know, um, you should know that there's armed men with guns that are very pissed. 
know, before you come in, because how would you guess? You can't just extrapolate that from like an average two star review or something, you know? So I think that's what it is for me. It's like something very specific that I wish that I wish I would have known before I went, you know? Um, but yeah. does your Harold's chickens have the bulletproof glass, like where they have the little like spinning window, like lazy Susan thing to give you your food and everything like the Chicago ones do. No, it's on the Hollywood strip. So it's like this, it, it kind of has the vibe of like a, uh, like a TGI Fridays or sports bar. It's a lot more bright, but okay. it's like, it's definitely like a big flashy concept. It's like, there's a lot of money in it and stuff. But the okay. thing is like, like I said in the review, it's like, it was really empty. There was like less than half of the tables were filled. It's like, there's no excuse. There is people that would put into go order and maybe it's because I was like a bad person and they were like, I'm not serving this. Who, who knows? But there was people that would put into go orders like 30 minutes after I would show up and those orders would get filled before my food came. And so it's like, I don't, I don't know what's happening. Something insane is going on. You know, I don't know. And, uh, you know, no one came by, uh, like to say anything either, which, uh, and like, and I would say like, Hey, it's, something going on was <laughs> there and they'd be like oh yeah no it's coming right out and then it's like well it's not it's been 45 minutes and it'll be another 45 minutes before <laughs> you know i give up not even before the food comes but uh so you know it's yeah. it's yeah there's that sinking feeling if you ever had this happen before but you're out, like out with a large number of people and everybody else's meal comes out but yours and then the waitress mm -hmm. comes back out with this really sheeplish <laughs> oh we forgot to put yours in we can put mm -hmm. it in right now um or i can give you a salad or you know something like that and it's just at that point i'm just like i don't i don't want to eat now like I, every time that's happened to me i'm like i just i, I just want to go home that's happened to me too and i it, it can be a real bummer but also it's like i don't get like too ragey about that if that makes sense it's just like i mean i know you want to solve this problem the waiter like i know you want to get me my meal as fast as possible but i'm not excuse me jesus christ uh wish i had crisp audio you know to reduce that but uh you know i i, I know you wanted to get it as fast as possible but we know the reality the food's going to come out when everyone's done and they want to go home you know and i don't want to put anyone through that so in the just in the safe for the sake of convenience you know i'm just gonna i'm just gonna uh, peace out I'm, I'm good i don't need anything you know that's happened to me a couple times uh like i said it's it's a, it's a huge bummer i don't know when I haven't eaten and then something goes wrong, especially with the food, like it feels a lot more crushing <laughs> than it actually yes. is, you know, but yes. I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> no, I, I had to do this. Do you, oh, go ahead. Oh, I, I used to be a, a pretty strict vegetarian and I remember waiting forever at this Mexican restaurant um, to get my meal. And it's one of those where like you can see the whole kitchen right there and they hand you like as they make your burrito, they hand it to you. And like, I specifically wanted like this burrito with no meat of any kind on it. And she hands it to me and then really quickly pulls it back. Oh, I forgot. And then sprinkles ground beef all over the top of it. And then he tries to <laughs> hands it back to me again. And I had been waiting like half an hour at that point and mm. was just so de just dejected. And yeah, that, that's still, that's like 10 years ago. And that's still, I'm still mad about that. Yeah. Did you not eat it then? I was like, no, remember, this is supposed to be no meat. And she's like, yeah, there's no meat in it. And I'm like, yeah, but you just put a bunch on the top. <laughs> and then what did she say? It took a while for her to understand what I meant. And then she's like, oh, okay. Kind of gave me that, like, you're being a picky person. Fine. I'll, I'll remake it for you. That to me is insane. I would, I would be up the wall. <laughs> like that's, 
I would, that would be an Arby's situation for me. <laughs> another, another Arby's situation. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's gotta be hard being a vegetarian where people are like, yeah, it's vegetarian. And you're like, is it though? And they're like, yeah, it's just chicken. And it's like, what? Like no one knows what vegetarian is. It happens a little less now, I think, but it still is like a very real thing for even people in food service and stuff. And that's, I think in, you know, in LA, especially though, it's a lot more prevalent. We're out here. You're seen as a freak, you know? Oh like, yeah. There, there's so many restaurants here where there's just like, okay, you can, you can have the garden salad if you mm-hmm. say no, no bacon. And, and that's your only option. Yeah, for sure. It's other, it's other things, but even gluten-free is like, there's a lot of places and who knows the thing is if a place says it's gluten-free, I don't necessarily trust that it's been prepped super gluten-free, but a lot of places in the men- menu will have like, they'll have like a key, you know, like a, a little thing that's like, oh, this means vegan, this means vegetarian, this means gluten-free or whatever. And that's cool. Um, but if it's gluten-free specifically, it's like, yeah, who knows? Who fucking knows? But anyway. <sighs> well, you know what else is gluten-free? Soda, I think. Is soda gluten-free? I, I think it is. I don't know. Oh, shit. Remember this? I I'm so bad at remembering my audio cues. Yeah, it's all good. I for, I completely forgot that, that existed. I'm so sorry to Gasonod who does the audio cues. He did the opening song. Um, he, he's a great guy. Uh, I fucking my my soda's in the fridge. I gotta I gotta hand it off to you again. Uh, is there anything else that you think you can monologue about, and then I can interrupt and then make you repeat it? Um, sure, abs- absolutely. Um, so yeah, I. I used to be really into, okay, so f- for those of you who are not old enough to remember this, um, back in the 80s, Coca-Cola came out with New Coke, which was a, in my opinion, actually a much better Coke. I liked it a lot better, and it flopped. It was considered one of the worst decisions of any corporate anything ever. Um, it, it was a humongous failure, and that's why for the longest time, Coke can said Coke Classic because it was the old Coke. Well, Chicago, specifically like the northern suburbs of Chicago, was the only place in the world that still sold new Coke a decade later. They called it Coke 2. And it had this weird, like, retro-looking can and just said Coke with Roman numerals 2 on it. And I bought that stuff, like, by the gallon. I I was just drinking that stuff like crazy. And just all of a sudden, one day, it was gone and never never sold again. And I've never forgiven Coca-Cola for that. And um, I still have, like, a six-pack of it that I'm so tempted to open up, but I know it's going to be so terrible after sitting in, in cans for since the, the you know early 90s. Did, did you do you remember um, New Coke, Spencer? No, I think it was like before my time, like certainly before my like conscious awareness of soda and stuff, but maybe even before I was around. I don't know. I remember Definitely. the controversy um, more than the the drink itself when it first came out. Yeah, you know, people, that was around the same area as Crystal Pepsi and and all right. like the you know the the it's, it's not like today's drink companies doing the random new flavors that all actually are either good or something to talk about. Back then, it was a we're replacing Pepsi with Crystal Pepsi and you know all that and that those were just one flop after another. Yeah, uh, people say like people think it's like it's a conspiracy and stuff. I don't think it was actually a conspiracy, but people are like, because Coke was actually losing market share to Pepsi at the time, so they thought that they would do this as a publicity stunt to kind of pull back. I don't, I don't think any of that. Yeah, it's it's the same that people saying that like Taco Bell's Mexican pizza disappearing was all for publicity. That 
that doesn't make sense. If, if people wanted it, they'd just hype it up before they'd start selling it and keep selling it. They wouldn't pull it off the menu suddenly, you know? Yeah, it was clearly a supply chain thing. And then now they're bringing it back, like they're bringing it back full time or whatever on the menu. And people, like they've been posting, you know, there's TikTok ads for everything now. So there's TikTok ads for the Mexican pizza. And then comments are like, yeah, but it's not going to be around. And it's like, you fucking idiots. The reason it's not been around is because they haven't had the supply. The reason they're bringing it back forever is because they've built up the supply. It's not it's not this weird rug pull they're trying to do and trick you into thinking they're coming back when actually they're going to stay sold out. I don't know. But people people on TikTok are fucking dumb. I know everyone on the internet's dumb, but man, people on TikTok are are are, are some of the dumbest people. It seems to be a platform that's designed to spread misinformation because whatever yeah, the most ridiculous thing is you can say gets spread everywhere and there's no way for someone else to reply back on actually that's wrong and here's why yeah like so many of the videos are clearly staged videos uh it's it's actually good like because i i'm seeing more and more now that people are pointing out that videos are staged and stuff it makes me feel better there's this like ring of fucking magicians literally a ring of magicians that was always big on facebook videos on social media they made videos and they're prominent on tiktok i think most of their videos are just being reposted onto tiktok but they make these staged videos because i guess you know they're magicians so they're good at like staging fake things that that seem real you know but they do the the worst fucking videos and they're just they're all shot the same way they have the same people in them because it's this ring of people who actually know each other they're all these like they're usually like relatively attractive like 40 year olds and stuff that are in like giant houses doing like the stupidest fucking pranks or or bets and stuff i, I fucking hate it it turns my stomach just to look at it uh but it's but it's frustrating that's the thing that's the other thing is that rage bait works really well on TikTok and other and other social media on facebook too but whatever uh so what do we got we got mountain dew voodoo you know about voodoo kevin I do. It's their yearly uh, Halloween thing where you you guess the flavor. Yep. And everyone has completely wildly different guesses. Yeah, definitely. Because it's, yeah, a lot of time, the first year was candy corn, which is like, what the fuck does that even taste like? And I think since then, people have just been like, well, if they're doing candy corn, like it could be fucking anything. Who even knows? But it's the fourth year they've done it. Um, So, yeah, it's here. I got it on camera. Here's it's white. It's the color of jizz. and it's always white because that's part of the mystery, I guess. Um, but yeah, do you want to try it first? Sure. Let me, let me give us a, a taste. Whoa, here. I actually heard it. Kevin's bottle open. It was while he was talking. So maybe that's why, but it, it didn't get crisped out somehow. Okay. So it's, Kevin's I don't know. Smelling. It's sort of a tropical scent, but I'm not really sure what it is I'm, I'm smelling here. Right. An uncertain scent. Yeah. It. Yeah, it is tropical, huh? It, it kind of reminds like a me sweet. of spark a little bit. You remember that yeah. flavor? It, it oh, reminds yeah. me of spark. Spark used to be only in one kind of branch on like the East Coast, and it's it's gone wide. So it's like it must be really successful for them to put it in like regular like rotation. It's at a lot of a lot of uh, like Seven Elevens and shit now. Okay, let me let me give us a taster. Kevin's giving it a taste here. Yeah, it tastes like spark. It tastes like lemonade. Maybe like strawberry lemonade. I don't yeah, know. No, but it, it's Spark a, it's a, was raspberry lemonade. Okay. Yeah. I can see raspberry lemonade. It's not exactly Spark, but it's very close, I think. Yeah. So Spark, it was lemony. Lemons are tart, and uh, they have this specific tang to it. Um, and so 
like when you're getting your tartness, that's mostly coming from the lemonade. And then raspberries are tart too. So you get a little bit of that, but you know, Mountain Dew is, is sour, but it's not like the same as like a lemon sour. It's kind of just this general citrus sour. This kind of is more like that, where I feel like you do get kind of lemon and, 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 and raspberry, maybe even not lemon. I don't know. But you definitely, I think you get like this kind of candy raspberry. It's very candy-ish. There's definitely yeah. like candy kind of sweetness. Somebody said um, Sour Patch Kids, which I, mm-hmm. I would agree with. Right. That's the thing is that it's the sourness is not lemon sourness. It's citric acid sourness, which is what gives Sour Patch the sourness. It gives a lot of other candy, like anything sour, sour gummy bears, sour, sour crawler worms, you know, bright worms or whatever. Um, glow worms what do they call them gummy worms jesus christ uh but but yeah it's it's that kind of sour and it's it's good like i i really like it i guess sour patch makes sense but it does taste to me really raspberry e uh which uh get maimed in in the good discord pointed out and i think she was right on the money um but and i don't think that i don't think sour patch kids necessarily have a raspberry flavor but it is very raspberry uh, or it is very, it is very sour patchy in that sense. Um, like, I wonder, I wonder if it's, if it's like raspberry, like, cause that's the thing. If they say sour patch kids, it's like, well, there's not raspberry sour patch kids. It's there's raspberry. blue raspberry though, isn't there? Yeah. Oh yeah. There's the blue one. Maybe it's the blue raspberry. Yeah. 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 The blue raspberry sour patch kids. I think that's the answer. That That's my guess. Mm-hmm. I will say that it's really good. Um, I didn't really like the candy corn one, the first one. I didn't taste the second one. The third one was good. It was like that was the third one was also blue candy though. Though, so it'd be interesting, interesting for it to be blue two times in a row, huh? I don't yeah. Know. But uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's totally yeah. drinkable. You know, it, it's it's pleasant. I think it's the best and I like it more than spark spark to me was too dry. Whereas this, I think because it has this really syrupy bit to it, it's, it's really not in my opinion, too dry. It's like, it's just, but it's also, it's really sour. Like it's sour. Like I've never had a whiskey sour, but I imagine a whiskey sour is sour like this. It's got a lot of punch to it, which I really like. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, this is this. I think I agree. I think this is probably my favorite one so far yeah it's good it's it's also like up there like this is uh this is i wouldn't say it's like my favorite dew flavor but it's definitely up there like it's one of my favorite dews that i've had in a while you know man i've been having voltage you know we had more quinton and she had the voltage that one time and yeah. since then i've been like i've sometimes been like i want a voltage and man voltage is really good and <laughs> stupid but i think it's good because of the ginseng like there's ginseng in there and it's like man this ginseng is like good like it's something something about it's really good it's this great great blue ass blue flavor fake as hell turn your shit green but hey you got these haribos or do you think we're uh or do you not have them with you um i've got the fruitalicious is yeah, the fruit delicious. Yeah, these a try trick. Yeah, we're almost out of time, but let's just go real quick. I want to try this. There's three percent less sugar, same great taste. The kids and grown-ups love it so. The happy world of Haribo. Oh, that's what they said in the commercials, right? Yeah, kids and so. grown-ups love it so. The happy world of Haribo or whatever. Yeah, Haribo, these are from England Haribo. again too, or Ireland. Yeah, um, which is super. Yeah, they have the different. Um, 
nutritional information. It's a lot. It's 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 hard to interpret because they have two boxes. One of them's proportion, and then one of them's per one hundred grams, which is an interesting. I mean, it makes sense to do it that way, but then you have to do math to be all like how much grams are. Yeah. But then it's and a portion is just a five quarter portions. of a hundred grams, so everything is okay. Yeah, yeah, at the bottom here somewhere else. But usually in America, it says up top, like, oh, what is the portion size versus a container? Yeah. You know, and this well, it, it says, says down in the corner. Yeah, approximately six sweets. Yeah. All right. Oh, where does it say that? In oh, little, yeah, it does. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. You want to know that actually is maybe more helpful. Yeah. Let me crack it open with my mouth. I'm going to have to move away from the mic. Uh, to save that guy who's going to post the video who hasn't posted it by the way we did fucking i did make chewing noises in the last episode and he hasn't posted the video yet i'm glad he hasn't posted it i don't necessarily want him to post it but you know just for record keeping purposes okay so spencer's chewing he looks confused he looks analytical um he's nodding though he seems to be approving of it I'm going to say it's just really chewy. I mean, the, the it's like gummy bears, which are really chewy, but it's really chewy. Um, I got the one that had a face on it. I don't know what fruit it was supposed to be that it had a face on it. But, you know, I wanted yeah. to say it had like a mild strawberry flavor, but it was really chewy. It's not bad or anything, but it's not I'm not I'm not going nuts for it. Well, I, I don't know. A green one. I, th- yeah. I think mine's green apple. I'm pretty sure. Mine was green too. Are they the same green? But it has like a face on. I guess a couple of these have faces on them. Yeah, I think it is a green apple. According to this package, it looks like a green apple. Does this one have a face on it? Oh, this one has a face on it too. It's just a pineapple, so it's hard to tell. These are pretty good. I mean, they're very hard though. Yeah, they're really chewy. I don't think you necessarily miss the sugar unless the sugar makes it less chewy or something. You know, yeah. it doesn't feel undersweet. It is definitely probably less sweet than other ones, but yeah, I would I mean, say it's undersweet. They're good. They give your jaw a little bit more of a workout than the gummies we get here, I think. Yeah, to me, that's a problem because my jaw gets sore pretty easily um, in a lot of circumstances. Um, but I can't help but think that people are going to like be like, yeah, like because sucking dick. <laughs> sucking dick. I don't know if you know this, Kevin, but sucking dick can make your jaw hurt, apparently. I, I don't know. I've never tried I, it. I've heard this, yeah. But I t- I'll take people's word for it because I believe women. Um, but yeah. All right. I guess that's it for the show, huh? Um, yeah, I think so. I, 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 I should make a one star review for this show. <laughs> but, I, uh, I would give this at least three. Well, I would, but you got to give us five stars <laughs> because, because we live in a dishonest world. And so you can't play by normal rules. You have to give us five stars or not, or not bother because, you know that's just the way our world works um i don't know next week i i was thinking we gotta come up with i gotta i was like maybe we should change like maybe i should do a different podcast where it's like we watch tv or something and talk about it i don't know you know do a do the office recaps or something but i, I gotta come up with a premise because you know you know what's nice is a premise it People is are like oh. i know what to expect I can play along. I can go to Burger King. You know, I can watch the Rings of Power. You know, I don't know. You know, I can be participating. I could give comments about my opinions on the topic. It's not just 
wow what spencer said sure was good or bad you know and wow it's uh, kevin was right you know spencer should let kevin talk more which he, he sh- i should it's you're not wrong i'm just saying though it's like there's more handles for an audience to dig into the show's bad um so give us five stars what's what's coming next kevin um so up next is a tv show that rob schraub and dan Harmon and jack black and a bunch of other people worked on that we really can't mention by name because we're right. showing this without permission um but it's it's showing every other week on traubhomevideo.com until we're out of episodes um and then followed by that is real life sci-fi with wade and willie and aaron where they talk about conspiracy theories and aliens and things like that and then after that is a brand new cyberpunk megazone from rob schraub um so check us out if you're not watching this live at schraubhomevideo.com every sunday yeah this just reminded me of man i was listening to a podcast and they were doing prank calls and i don't know why but it gets me so mad when people in california well california is a two-party state consent state so you can't record someone without their permission so it, it for i don't know you know maybe it's because i'm a fucking narc who knows but i get so mad when people do those because it's like you're breaking the law like and you're breaking a law that's not just like it's not like i don't know jaywalking or whatever it's a law designed designed to present protect innocent people from stuff being used without their consent you know like it's i i know that like if you're if it's just a prank call it's like it might be a little harsh to punish someone legally for it but it's like no this is a law that's good it's good to protect people i don't know whatever it just made me mad and i don't even think like i don't know probably those people don't even fucking care it's like who cares but it's just like for whatever reason i guess again because i'm a narc it uh it bugged me but so we like to show end the show on the same way every time so as always um what did i say welcome to the show like that's how i started it last the, the beginning of the show right it was just really half-assed all right get out of here get the fuck out of here <laughs>